The Heart of the Bruce by William Edmundstone Ayton From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7, Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2 Read for LibriVox.org by Katharina Glovala as the narrator Adrian Stevens as Lord Douglas Thomas Peter as the Pilgrim Adam Bielka as Sir Simon of the Lee And Jason in Canada as King Alonzo The Heart of the Bruce It was upon an April morn while yet the frost lay hoar, we heard Lord James's bugle horn sound by the rocky shore. Then down we went, a hundred knights, all in our dark array, and flung our armor in the ships that rode within the bay. We spoke not as the shore grew less, but gazed in silence back, where the long billows swept away the foam behind our track. And I, the purple hues decayed upon the fading hill, and but one heart in all that ship was tranquil, cold, and still. The good Lord Douglas paced the deck, and oh, his face was wan, unlike the flush it used to wear when in the battle van. Come hither, come hither, my trusty knight, Sir Simon of the Lee, there is a fright lays near my soul, I fain would tell to thee. Thou knowest the words King Robert spoke upon his dying day, how he bade take his noble heart, and carry it far away, and lay it in the holy soil where once the Saviour trod, since he might not bear the blessed cross, nor strike one blow for God. Last night, as in my bed I lay, I dreamed a dreary dream. Methought I saw a pilgrim stand in the moonlight's quivering beam. His robe was of the azure dye, snow-white his scattered hairs, and even such a cross he bore as good St. Andrew bears. Why go ye forth, Lord James? he said, with spear and belted brand. Why do you take its dearest pledge from this our Scottish land? The sultry breeze of Galilee creeps through its groves of palm. The olives on the holy mount stand glittering in the calm. But tis not there that Scotland's arts shall rest by God's decree, till the great angel calls the dead to rise from earth and sea. Lord James of Douglas, mark my read, that heart shall pass once more in fiery fight against the foe as it was wont of yore. And it shall pass beneath the cross and save King Robert's vow, but other hands shall bear it back, not James of Douglas, thou. Now, by thy knightly faith, I pray, Sir Simon of the Lee, for truer friend had never man than thou hast been to me. If ne'er upon the holy land tis mine in life to tread, bear thou to Scotland's kindly earth the relics of her dead. The tear was in Sir Simon's eye as he wrung the warrior's hand. Betide me weal, betide me woe, I'll hold by thy command. But if in battle front, Lord James, tis ours once more to ride, nor force of man, nor craft of fiend shall cleave me from thy side. And I we sailed, and I we sailed across the weary sea, until one more on the coast of Spain rose grimly on our lee. And as we rounded to the port beneath the watchtower's wall, we heard the clash of the etabals and the trumpet's wavering call. Why sounds yon eastern music here so wantonly and long? 
and who's the crowd of armed men that round yon standard throng? The Moors have come from Africa to spoil and waste and slay, and King Alonso of Castile must fight with them today. Now shame it were, cried good Lord James, shall never be said of me that I and mine have turned aside from the cross in jeopardy. Have down, have down, my merry men all, have down unto the plain, we'll let the Scottish lion loose within the fields of Spain. Now welcome to me, noble lord, thou in thy stalwart power. Dear is the sight of a Christian knight who comes in such an hour. Is it for bond or faith you come, or yet for golden fee? Or bring ye France's lilies here, or the flower of Burgundy? God greet thee well, thou valiant king, thee and thy belted peers. Sir James of Douglas am I called, and these are Scottish spears. We do not fight for bond or plight, nor yet for golden fee, but for the sake of our blessed Lord who died upon the tree. We bring our great King Robert's heart across the weltering wave to lay it in the holy soil hard by the Saviour's grave. True pilgrims we, by land or sea, where danger bars the way, and therefore are we here, Lord King, to ride with thee this day. The king has bent his stately head, and the tears were in his eyne. God's blessing is on thee, noble knight, for this brave thought of thine. I know thy name full well, Lord James, and honoured may I be, that those who fought beside the Bruce should fight this day for me. Take thou the leading of the van, and charge the moors amain. There is not such a lance as thine in all the host of Spain. The Douglas turned towards us then. Oh, but his glance was high. There is not one of all my men but is as bold as I. There is not one of all my knights but bears as true a spear. Then onward, Scottish gentlemen, and think King Robert's here. The trumpets blew. The cross-bolts flew, the arrows flashed like flame. A spur in sight and spur in rest, against the foe we came. And many a bearded Saracen went down both horse and man, for through their ranks we rode like corn, so furiously we ran. But in behind our path they closed, though fain to let us through, for they were forty thousand men, and we were wondrous few. We might not see a lance's length, so dense was their array, but the long fell sweep of the Scottish blade still held them hard at bay. Make in, make in, Lord Douglas cried. Make in, my brethren dear, Sir William of Sinclair is down, we may not leave him here. But thicker, thicker grew the swarm, and sharper shot the rain, and the horses reared amid the press, but they would not charge again. Now, Jesu, help thee, said Lord James. Thou kind and true Sinclair, and if I may not bring thee off, I'll die beside thee there. Then in his stirrups up he stood, so lion-like and bold, and held the precious heart aloft all in its case of gold. He flung it from him, far ahead, and never spake he more, but Pass thou first, thou dauntless heart, as thou were want of yore. The roar of fire rose fiercer yet, and heavier still the store, till the spears of Spain came shivering in and swept away the moor. 
Now praised be God, the day is won. They fly o'er flood and fell. Why dost thou draw the rein so hard, good knight, that fought so well? Oh, ride ye on, Lord King, he said, and leave the dead to me, for I must keep the dreariest watch that ever I shall dree. There lies above his master's heart the Douglas, stark and grim, and woe is me, I should be here, not side by side with him. The world grows cold, my arm is old, and thin my liet hair, and all that I loved best on earth is stretched before me there. O oh, Bothwell Banks, that bloom so bright beneath the sun of May, the heaviest cloud that ever blew is bound for you this day, and Scotland thou mayst veil thy head in sorrow and in pain, the sorest stroke upon thy brow hast fallen this day in Spain. We'll bear them back unto our ship, we'll bear them o'er the sea, and lay them in the hallowed earth within our own country. And be thou strong of heart, Lord King, for this I tell thee sure, the sod that drank the Douglas blood shall never bear the moor. The king he lighted from his horse, he flung his brand away, and took the Douglas by the hand, so stately as he lay. God give thee rest, thou valiant soul, that fought so well for Spain. I'd rather half my land were gone, so thou wert here again. We bore the good Lord James away, and the priceless heart we bore, and heavily we steered our ship towards the Scottish shore. No welcome greeted our return, nor clang of martial tread, but all were dumb and hushed as death before the mighty dead. We laid our chief in Douglas Kirk, the heart and fair Melrose, and woeful men we were that day. God grant their souls repose. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.